We've all heard the saying, learn to love the process. But why learn to love something? Why not create a process that is easy to love? Welcome to Peace with the Process, where I bring you professionals who specialize in the processes we incorporate to sustain consistent, healthy growth. I believe in learning from others' mistakes and successes. So I also bring on entrepreneurs who have been in the trenches and tell us how they got there and how they got out. I hope you find something in today's episode that you can apply to your own life and that you find your peace with the process along the way. Let's get started. Hey guys, I want to talk to you today about two topics. So this will be my first episode that I do where I give you guys a little bit of a recap on the things that I've learned from our guests so far. I'm actually pretty excited about it. I've actually got some really good takeaways and I'm excited to share those with you guys. Now, one of the things that I want to talk about is I originally had a guest scheduled for today's episode. And this guest ran a men's group now, as soon as the conversation got started, he launched into his spiritual journey. You know, I won't go into detail about his beliefs. I'll just say that as a Christian myself, I had a decision to make. Do I allow the platform that God has given me to host someone who's talking about religion that goes against his word? Now, he didn't just talk about his own journey, but as we went deeper into the work that they do in this men's group, he actually leads those men in practices of those religious beliefs. Of course, there were some concepts that I could agree with. One of those was finding space to get vulnerable. I can totally agree that when you surround yourself with people that you trust, in order to allow them to support you, you must get vulnerable. We also talked about emotional awareness, how important it is to understand that the how and the why we express ourselves, you know, whether that's when we experience anger, sadness, happiness, or love. So I don't believe that two people who have different beliefs about who God is can't learn and benefit from one another, but it's when that relationship becomes dependent on my being able to support their opposing beliefs that I have to allow that person to exit my inner circle. Now, when it comes to having a conversation with someone on my show, I'll relate it this way. My eyes and my ears are the windows to my soul. What I allow in will affect the health of my soul and my relationship with God. I believe this to be true of myself and everyone else. Now, I enjoy a glass of whiskey each night because of its health benefits, and I enjoy it in moderation. I have one glass before I go to bed. But if I have a friend who has struggled with alcoholism come over, then I will make sure that I put that bottle out of sight. I'll take it off the shelf and I'll put it in the cupboard. This isn't because I don't think he's strong enough to restrain himself, but because I have the ability to make it easier for him to stray away from the temptation. So I view my podcast as a shelf that anyone can see. And what I put on that shelf is my responsibility. One of my listeners may be struggling with what he or she believes, and I'm not going to allow the shelf that God gave me to have something on it that would tempt them in the opposite direction of him. I'm sharing this with you not because 
I want to seem more godly than anyone else, but because I actually struggled coming to this realization. I didn't know if I should air his episode or not. I made the mistake of asking a group of people who I didn't even know what I thought. And it was a group on Facebook, a group of people with all kinds of different beliefs. And I read through the comments and there was way too many mixed views. And I was getting into discussions that would have no resolution. So I went to church. After all, they share the same beliefs. And I knew that this is where I would get the guidance that I needed. And the best part is, I didn't even have to ask anyone. I simply sat down and listened to what my leaders had to say that day to a group of us. And my answer was plainly stated. So I want to share this experience and the choice that I had to make so that perhaps someone who's going through a similar situation might learn something. I might lose some listeners because of my strong beliefs, and that's okay. I have no problem disagreeing with someone on my show about how many books we should read in a day or how to build relationships or what I should be including in my morning routine. But I draw the line at what I believe to be true about God. I cannot be swayed in that department. And I wouldn't choose to try and evangelize someone on my show who isn't open to it and certainly didn't ask for it. You know, Dale Carnegie says, a man convinced against his will is unconvinced still. So if I can't be swayed and my guests can't be swayed, then there's no point in subjecting my listeners to that conversation. So I made a choice. This podcast exists to talk about how we can grow and build consistent growth in many areas of our lives without sacrificing our mental or physical health, our relationships, or our wealth in the process. So we can learn from others' mistakes and successes and adapt our lives to find the peace with the process that I know is possible to achieve. I made a choice that if the topic of spiritual growth comes on my show, that it will be in respect to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, who have built me into who I am today and brought me to where I am. So if you hadn't had a takeaway from today's episode to your liking just yet, I'll say this. No matter what you believe, stand firm in what you value most. If we stand for nothing, we will fall for anything. You've heard this. If you can't confidently stand up for what you believe in, then find out why. You know, don't give up on what it is you believe in, but dig deeper. Find out why you can't confidently state your belief. There are some things that must remain fluent. Some that must remain negotiable. And some that should remain firm. Know what you value and why you value it. And your willingness to adjust in those values. If you hadn't had a chance to read my article on values titled, Do You Know What You Value? You can check it out over at peacewiththeprocess.com. Feel free to reach out to me. At the bottom of the website, you'll find a space to send me an email. You can also reach me on Facebook and Instagram. But before we close it out, I told you guys that I was going to give you some takeaways from the guests that I've had so far on this show. So like I've said before, I'm extremely happy with the lineup that I've had during our first month. And I want to take this as an opportunity to not so much as sum up everything that our guests have talked about, but to pinpoint some of the things that 
I've found extremely useful. Maybe you found other things, and if you have, you know, post something on the Facebook page. Uh, put in a request to join the Facebook group. You know, if you're one of these individuals who have a growth mindset, or you know, you're trying to build a lifestyle and build a business or build a business, you know, this is the group for you. I don't let in people who just want to simply sit and observe. So if finding like-minded individuals to share your ideas with and to, you know, really learn from one another, again, the whole concept of the podcast is to learn from each other's mistakes and successes. So put in a request, join that Facebook group. I want to build that into something that can be a community of people like us. Because I know there's people out there like me. I know there's people out there like you who are listening and maybe you're having a hard time finding them. You know, let's build a central location so that we can get those people together in the same community. So if you found something that maybe I don't mention coming up, then I would love to hear about it. You can shoot me a message directly. You know, maybe it'll be something that I bring up on uh, maybe next month's and drop it in there. So one of the first things that I noticed is getting started. So, so many people never get started simply because they think they have to have it all figured out. They think that they have to have all the equipment. They think they have to have a master's degree in what they're doing, and that's not the case. So many people get started with nothing. You know, I'm not going to pull up a list of people that I know, you know, as far as some of the big names in the industry, but let's just take some of the guests on the show that we've had. You know, Austin Pressey started off just taking pictures of some friends' cars, and then it grew from there. You know, then he started taking pictures at the drag strip and the word spread. You know, he didn't immediately jump straight toward making an offer to the drag strip and putting together a portfolio and making sure that everything looked nice and pretty. No, he just built it from the ground. You have the same thing that happens with uh, Bridget Therese Romo. You know, she said she has a uh, degree at the University of YouTube. You know, I I love that saying. You know, I, I would say that. I I partially have a degree from the University of YouTube. You know, that's an awesome platform for you to learn things. And she talks about when you come in contact with a client or a need that arises and you're not sure how to do it, you just go teach yourself at that time. You don't have to know everything before you get started. That's, you know, that's what we're talking about. So, so many people think that they have to have this deep learning and that they have to know all the answers to all the questions. Well, I'm going to break it to you. You're not going to know all the answers to all the questions. I don't know all the answers to all the questions. I help people manage their time better. I help people put goals into place so that they can find a piece with their process. You know, That's why I named it that, that they can grow. But I don't have it all figured out. The more people I talk with, the more things that I learn, You know, the more tools I put in my tool belt. And the same thing goes for the people that we've had on this show. And that's just where it stems. You know, learning in the middle of it. You don't have to have it all figured out. If you try, chances are you're going to end up with a tool belt full of tools that you're never going to use. Because it's a great market test. You know, just to get yourself out there. What kind of questions are people going to ask you so that you can learn the tools to those commonly asked questions to the most frequently asked questions 
you know, and then also you have an opportunity to pursue aspects of whatever it is you're doing that you're interested in. You know, you're not bogged down with everything that you saw online that somebody on their blog post said you need to have to get started or that you need to have under your tool belt. You know, I'm not saying don't go out and research for sure. Do your research, but don't limit yourself to when you can start based off of somebody else's list get started today. You know, life's too short. You're going to end up pushing that date back and pushing that date back and there's no sense to it. So that's one of the takeaways that I got, you know, getting started early and building your tool belt along the way. The second one that I want to talk to you guys about is putting yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Everything that you do, your hobbies, your interests, something that you built, something that you developed. Several of our guests that I've had on the show talk about what they ended up doing is not what they started off doing. And that's because they've shared the ins and outs of their process they shared you know some of those what they might have seen at the time as maybe something medial but somebody out there said hey i like how you do that i really like how you do that is that something that you can teach me how to do again i go back to bridget with her social media uh, business that she has where she talked about that was not what she was doing she was connecting you know fitness models with photographers but someone came up to her and asked her about her social media and how she put it together and asked if she would do it for her you know and then they offered to pay her for it now that's one of her most successful businesses that she runs she runs i think three total businesses and that's one of the most successful ones that she runs you know you stumble into that you've got people who will pick up a camera for their first time and you know take a few photos of some landscape or take a few photos of their friends and all of a sudden they're getting booked for a job to do a wedding and then you're doing six weddings and then now you're doing uh you know advertising photos there's there's so many things in there and then you also have melissa cara who was doing recruitment yeah it was recruitment she was doing recruitment at the time And she built a course around how to do that. And people started taking her course. They started doing her course, doing her course. They said, hey, I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more about this. I want to know more about the strategy side of things. I want to know more about the strategy side of things. And before she knew it, she had a coaching practice. You know, she was no longer working in recruitment herself. She started teaching people how to do the things that she was doing then. So she ended up having her own coaching practice simply by sharing what she knew about what she was doing at that current time. How many people do you know? Well, I won't say how many people do you know, but how many people do you see on social media who have a huge following, have been able to create a brand for themselves and market products and related to it, and all they did was take pictures of themselves barbecuing in their backyard? How many barbecue, quote-unquote, masters do we have that all they did, it's just a dad somewhere that loved to barbecue and they loved to cook and so they started sharing that on social media and they started putting it out there and all of a sudden they're one of the biggest names in the barbecuing industry you know it it, people stumble into their calling all the time but the key 
is putting it out there. The key is putting yourself out there on social media all the time. You know, all the time. That's one of our greatest platforms that we have. And I don't mean to be so sucked into what you're putting on social media that, you know, you're walking around with your phone in your face. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, pick a day out of your week to upload what you did during the week. You know what I mean? You can sit down and spend an hour. Just walk around, take pictures, you know, write up an experience that you had, whatever it is. I'm not saying that you got to walk around and have or pay somebody to document every second of your life. I'm talking about pick out the things that you're most passionate about. Pick out something that maybe sparked a little bit of interest or drive in what you were doing. Uh, maybe you know how to do something well and you want to throw out, hey, here's a quick tip for anybody looking to, you know, design shoes. I thought it would be fun to do one weekend and here's the pair of shoes that I designed. You know how many shoe designers there are out there who that's what they did? They straight up said, I'm going to design my own pair of shoes. I'm going to go get a pair of blank Nikes and I'm going to design them. And then someone says, I really like those. Can you hook me up with a pair? And I say, you know what? Yeah, I can do that. And then before you know it, someone else asks and someone else asks. And now they've got a shoe business. They're building custom shoes for customers. They can quit their day job and now they do something that they genuinely enjoy doing. Customizing shoes. I'm not going to go into all the different examples, but I just wanted to give you guys a few to get your thought process going of some of these personalities, these brands and these people that you see out there that are doing it big. And one of the biggest things that they're doing is they just shared something in their life that they did. Maybe they were decent at it. Maybe they were really good at it naturally. But then also let's go back to that first tactic. It's something that they were decent at, but they got even better at it. So they shared the next time they shared their progress. They shared how they've developed over time and they, they, they kept digging into it and kept digging into it. You know, sometimes we skip the whole process of trying to talk to people about being a customer. You know, hey, I want to I design a shoe for you. Well, they haven't even seen what you do. You know, they, don't, they can't connect with what it is that you're doing because they've never seen your, your energy behind it. They've never seen your drive behind it. You know, they've never really seen you do some of it already. There's a natural occurrence of finding your purpose when you just start sharing the things that you're interested in so those are the two topics i'm ranting so those are the two topics you know one is getting started with what you've got get started with what you have and learn along the way be committed to learning along the way don't just get started and never fully develop yourself but don't not start simply because you don't have a master's degree in whatever it is that you have doing or you can't answer every question. Like I said, you're not going to answer every question. And the second one is put yourself out there. Make sure you're putting yourself out there. You know, share everything that you can do and build a presence of just throwing out what you have. So that's what I have for you guys. I think those were two of my biggest takeaways uh, simply because that's you know one of those getting started with what you have that's something that I've incorporated now, right now I'm doing a podcast with a mic that I was finally able to buy I've got the mic arm you know I've got a good quality studio mic the pop filter the whole nine and I didn't start off with this you'll hear more episodes after this one that I recorded whenever I was first getting started I'm just using my iPhone you know, that's all I started off with, uh, using my phone. Uh, 
but now I'm able to upgrade. I'm able to get a little bit better. You know, and I don't hide this from you because I want you to see my mistakes and my successes. Somebody else might tell you, get a mic before you even get started. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. I didn't do it because I didn't have the money at the time. But now I'm able to. I take it one step at a time. But if I had just gotten started today, then I wouldn't have the amazing guests that I've had on this past month. Probably be some completely different people. Not that those people would be any worse or any better. But I wouldn't change it, you know. You go through some things when you're getting started that you wouldn't trade for the world because that's hands-on training. And so that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Again, if you have any tidbits from some of the episodes that we've had during our first month, drop them in the Facebook group. Put in your application to join the group. Put them on the Facebook page. Shoot me a message on Facebook, Instagram. And let's connect. Let's talk about it. I want to thank everyone who has been with me since day one and who will still be with me next week. Those of you who jumped ship before this episode was even over, well, that's my fault for not being more clear about where this boat was going. I'll see the rest of you next week. And until then, I pray you find your peace. And if you do, I hope you have the confidence to share it.